Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Spooked. The Scary Story Improvised Podcast. I'm Damian Depping. I'm Cody Crane. And here we are another week with the Spooky Boys. <laughs> That's what you're all thinking right now in your ear holes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm... Uh... Is, is that what they're thinking? Uh, no, you're thinking that. Oh, you're yeah. speaking directly I'm to speaking me. Speaking directly to yeah. you. Pass yeah. the audience through them to me. Well, I don't talk to the audience. I only talk to you. Right, right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want this to be a personal experience between you and I. And if anyone happens to be listening, I mean, that's a bonus Wait, for them, right? Have we been doing this six years now? And I just realized that this is only an excuse for you to hang out with me? Ah, well, it, it very well might be, but uh, it very well might not be. <laughs> okay. This has all been an excuse so we can get Manscaped on our side. Well, yeah, of yeah. course. Uh, Manscaped. When I when I heard about podcasts, that was the first thing that I wanted. <laughs> yeah, we finally got it. It only took us six years to get what you wanted. And uh, now we're uh, trim and cool. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Once again, <laughs> continuing the trend of doing a manscaped ad after our long manscaped ad placed before this why just in case people forgot about it right yeah we got to bring it up every five minutes just in case it, you know I, I think it's important to have that kind of you know uh, recognition mm. Mm. well i mean yeah and i don't want any of our listeners to get this wrong we only do this to get paid. We are <laughs> big, big. only in it for the money. We don't care about anyone listening right now. Unless my mom's listening. I care about you. Love you, mom. I don't care about your mom. I'm a corporate chill. Well, I care about your I'm, mom. Uh, well, that's nice. I mean, I'm not going to change my answer, but <laughs> OK. Well, you know what? I take it back. But it's not all about our moms today. It's about our guest today. We got actor, we got writer, we got director, we got producer, we got Timothy McLaughlin here. Hey, hey guys, how's it going? Good. How are you? Ah, doing really well out here on the West Coast. It's a beautiful, uh, beautiful Friday morning. Oh yeah, we're we're getting yep. a bit of snow here. So, oh, uh, what a shame. I think it's like uh, seventy degrees and sunny out here. Oh, oh okay. It well. is literally cold inside right now <laughs> put a sweater on yeah i, I might need to <laughs> um timothy for our uh, our listeners that don't know uh you're an actor you've been in uh, uh quite a few uh tv shows as well everybody hates chris um i actually loved that show when it was on uh monk csi um what got you uh started into acting um, chasing a girl. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, that's really, you know, why you do things when you're young, mm. pretty much to get the attention of, uh, of the ladies. And when I was in high school, I joined the drama club because there was a really hot chick that was <laughs> in the drama club that I wanted to get to know better. Yeah. And, uh, I, I, I did, it was fun. And, uh, when she left, uh, acting stay, stayed. So it was, it became a passion for me. I uh, took that on into college, even though I went into college with a major in oceanography, I, um, I kept doing acting. I kept wanting to pursue that. And then it just overtook my entire life. And 
and then I transferred into uh, the fine arts department. So I, cool. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that it's still uh, to uh, chase the same girl. You're just hoping that she notices you and you built a career <laughs> off of this. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, to think about it is, is I, I came to the end of that road. I, I chased the girl, found the girl, married the girl. So the, uh, uh, you know, so the, the, the sham worked. Yeah. <laughs> you know? it, what it worked. to do? We won't let her hear this. Don't worry. Your secret's <laughs> safe with us. Oh, uh, there's nothing she doesn't know. <laughs> I, I am an absolute open book to her. <laughs> Not to mention after 25 years of marriage, she can sit there and read me. I could walk down the staircase and she goes, I know what you're thinking and you're not going to get it. <laughs> <laughs> um, what got you started because you've, uh, you've done a short now where you produced, uh, wrote and directed it. Uh, that was in 2015. What do you got? You started to uh, think like behind the camera a little bit too. You know, actually that kind of, that kind of sort of happened all by accident. Mm -hmm. You know, you, things just fall into place in certain ways where, you just you just turn your attention to things like that. We were doing a 48 hour film festival right. in in Los Angeles at the time. And a friend of mine asked me if I wanted to be part of her cast. And I said, sure, I'll, I'll help you out. And so as the 48 hour film festival continued on through, I found myself writing the script. I found myself doing directing. I found myself doing I mean, everything. Yeah. And I kind of sort of liked it. I enjoyed it. And then the following year, I, I pretty much helped do the same thing for the following 48-hour film festival. So while it's really great and it's fun to do for small, tiny projects, you couldn't get me to do that on a feature film or even <laughs> television episode. It just yeah. you, you, There's so many different things you have to focus on, mm -hmm. and it's pretty crazy. That, that's fair. I mean, there's so many moving parts during it i find myself like uh we um we shot a pilot around this time last year yeah and um i just i found myself just like happening to get into a role of more of like the producing even though that wasn't the plan and i was like this this is not my thing yeah i feel like especially with those smaller things you kind of just get roped into all kinds of different jobs that you wouldn't usually do but uh, it's sure. almost necessary <laughs> Yeah. 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 And when a budget is so small, mm -hmm. you know, they, they sit there and say, Hey, listen, we don't have a budget for this guy. Would you mind putting on another hat and helping mm -hmm. with this? Or you find yourself doing a lot of those small projects, the independent film projects, mm -hmm. you know, especially during this last year and a half when this lovely pandemic <laughs> took over and just yeah. wiped out all of the industry you know, I mean, everybody, I lost my, uh, I lost my theatrical agent and people just lost work left and right out here. Yeah. Right. So it's, you know, you, you sit and you turn to things to create on your own and you come up with your own budget. You, you cobble together a couple of friends and you say, mm -hmm. Hey, you've got a camera. All right. You're going to be the uh, cinematographer. All right. <laughs> you've got a sound equipment. You're going to be my sound guy. And you just go from there, mm -hmm. you know, you just I'll do it. So uh, what uh, what have you been up to exactly uh, during this pandemic? Uh, some writing. Yeah. I've been, you know, that's really all you can do when you're locked in your house yeah. or you really can't go anywhere. Uh, you can't go on auditions uh, or if you do have an audition, it's all virtual. Yep. And so I did. I, I focused a little bit more on my writing 
and uh, I've been spending a lot of time with my wife. <laughs> yeah, it's been fun. <laughs> you really get, you really don't know your, your spouse or your girlfriend, or your boyfriend until you spend an entire year in isolation with them, mm-hmm. <laughs> more or less. Then you really get to know those nuances about them. And, and needless to say, we're, we're literally like best friends. You know, we think alike, but yeah, more, more so writing, getting ideas put down on paper so that when things come back to normal or yeah, semi back yeah. to normal, you've got all this great material that you can turn around and, uh, and, and pitch or try to produce yourself. So. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, looking back, uh, you've been doing this for quite some time now. Uh, what's been kind of like the, uh, highlight for you, um, for, uh, for performing? What's been that moment you look back on in, with such pride? Everything. I mean, there's not one project. That, I mean, eh, you can sit there and say, eh, eh, I really wish I hadn't done this project or I really wish mm-hmm. I hadn't done that one. But, you know, everything you as an actor, you want to sit and look back on and say, you know, these were really great moments in my life. Uh, in particular, if I wanted to be specific, one of my first jobs that I had was working on the HBO miniseries from the Earth to the Moon. Oh, and wow. And that was a great experience. I, um, I actually got to meet Tom Hanks and he and I actually sat down and read some, uh, some script together. That was a great experience. Uh, I've acted with some really excellent talent. Alfred Molina, mm-hmm. that uh, you guys probably know if you've watched the Spider-Man movies and mm-hmm. uh, you know some of his other work, he's a really, really brilliant actor. I got to work with him on Monk and uh, just, I mean, every experience is different. I worked with Jason Isaacs on an NBC pilot called Awake. I worked with Cedric the Entertainer on a television pilot that we did. Uh, just the experiences that you carry through working with all of the different, different performers and actors and seeing how they work. I've got something that's not even on my IMDb credit. I was Jackie Earl Haley's double in the last Nightmare on Elm Street movie. Oh, wow. I did, yeah, yeah. I did all of his, every, basically everything that's not him, close-up pictures, face-wise, was me. I, you know, I all the shots from behind, all the action shots, all, a lot of the stuff. Uh, I wasn't his stunt double, mm-hmm. but I was his, I, I, we call it the second unit uh, mm-hmm. crew. So that was a lot of fun because I got to do a lot of really cool things as Freddy Krueger, and yet... I didn't have to memorize all the lines. I didn't have to do all of this other stuff. Yeah, so it was yeah. kind of sort of a, uh, it was kind of sort of a different experience, but really fun in and of itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You kind of like um, tick a lot of the dream boxes off, right? Like uh, if uh, you're a super horror fan, you got the uh, nightmare on Elm street. If you're a video game guy, you're in uh, mortal Kombat the series. Like that's really cool. Working with Cedric entertainer, Cedric, the entertainer is a, a comedy guy. Like that's, that's so fun. Like that's awesome. Um, yeah. So like, and also reading with Tom Hanks. I mean, like that's yeah. fucking crazy, uh, <laughs> but uh, like where um, you going into acting, like to think back then, what, uh, what's your like thing that you like to watch? What's, what's that style? So like, what was the most like dream come true of like, man, I really like uh, horror. I li- really like video games. You know, that it, it changes. It, it's always evolving because the first thing you do, you sit there and go, okay, I've, I've accomplished this. Mm-hmm. My first, my first feature film role was a, a small 
small budget movie, but it was, it had a lot of big names in it. I, mm-hmm. I acted with um, uh, Ed Begley Jr. Mm-hmm. And, and then there was other iconic actors in there, Sally Kellerman, Time Daly, all of these veteran actors of the seventies and eighties. And we did a project together. And after I finished that film, I was, I was hungry to do more as an actor, especially starting out when you get a, a really nice part or you, you do a great film, you're hungry to do more. And it's not just one specific genre. So yeah, I, I want I, I was doing a lot of comedy when I was, uh, when I was young. Uh, I did uh, some live stage shows at Universal Studios. I was I was the um, Rick Moranis, Louis Tully character in the Ghostbusters show at Universal okay. Studios, and I moved on from there and did a lot of other uh, a lot of other films. I like horror. Horror is great. Makeup, special effects, it's really mm-hmm. cool, and uh, I really enjoyed the comedy that came with a lot of the other shows that I did. But now it's now I'm hungry for. I'm hungry to do Westerns now. See, now I want to do something. I want to move into that other thing. I want to do period pieces. Um, You know, so I've been watching a lot of the Netflix series like Outlander and, and Yellowstone is one of my favorite shows that I'm watching right now. Mm. So it's always trying to find something that you haven't done before that you can pursue and try to reach that goal. Well, you got the beard for it. You uh, prepared for those period pieces and Westerns. I did. This was a this was a pivot that I made when the pandemic first hit. You know, I, I sat down with my wife and I said, I got to make a I got to make a shift. I've got to reinvent myself. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for a while I was I had the look where I could I had the Breaking Bad look. I had what's his name uh, uh, from Breaking Bad. The Oh, God, I forgot his name. Walter White character. Oh, yeah, yeah. From that. So uh, and then I shifted to to um, more drama roles, more dramatic roles that I wanted to play. I just, the last, uh, I did a short film that's in post-production right now called Fleeced. And it's going to make its rounds to the film festivals where I played, I played a farmer from Idaho, you know? And I liked, I kind of sort of liked the beard. So I said, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to do it. I'm going to get the handlebars going. I'm going to get all this other stuff going. And then I started watching Yellowstone and I go, boy, I really want (laughs) to, I really want to be on, on a show like that. Yeah. You know, and, and just basically thinking out of the box on everything. Yeah. I mean, like you've uh, it's cool to uh, shape your look for like those kind of things that you want. And I mean, like, I, uh, I think it's going to be a big success. Like you, you look perfect for it. You look so cinematic right now. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that. It's, it, but it is, it's also, you know, in the 30 some odd years that I've been in the industry, it's also really about exposure to finding the, the, the casting directors and the, and the directors right. that can see you because it's a lot of people that look like any, everybody. Everybody looks like everybody in the industry. Yeah. And you can you have to sit there and wow them into saying, I need this guy in my movie or I need this guy in my TV series. And that's the difficult part right now. The difficult thing is getting yourself out there and having people notice you and sit there and say, wow, I never pictured Tim in a Western, but wow, you know, he's got that look now. He's got that. I, I want to bring him in and I want to read him, you know, do an audition with him. So it's, but it's about reaching those casting directors. It's so hard to do that because they're so tightly knit. They have such a tight circle. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, if I was cast in a Western, I'd probably be like the general store's uh, dipshit son. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, you know, you'd probably like, get out of here, boy, and kick me down the stairs and I'd have That's to carry so the funny. I just, so. I just watched, I just watched last night, I watched A Million Ways to Die in the West mm-hmm. yep. with, uh, with Seth MacFarlane. And, and yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I could see I could see you uh, sweeping the front porch of the uh, general see, store. That's what you know? it is. That's how, that's who I'd play. So. Yeah. <laughs> when the candy jar gets shot, someone's got to sweep it. Up. I got to go. Oh, <laughs> and hide under the counter. No, but he, in that movie, he'd probably you'd probably have like about a 10 second scene and you die somehow. I'm, I'm fine with that. Yeah. I mean, so, something would fall on your head from the top shelf in the general store or. Hey, who knows? Any job where I get to lay down for half the day, I'm fine with. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, to uh, dive into a spookier note, uh, Timothy, we got to know, do you believe in ghosts? Wow. I have had my moments of complete belief. Mm-hmm. You ever lay in bed at night and it's like dark or, or semi-dark. There's just enough light coming into the room and you're, you're sleeping. And all of a sudden you open your eyes and you swear to God, there was, there was something there. And then it just like vaporized like as mm-hmm. soon as you open your eyes. And I've had some of those experiences where uh, I literally will be laying in bed and I'll open my eyes and I'll swear that there was something that just swooshed right around the, the foot of the bed and then disappeared. And then you sit there and you blink a couple of times and you're going, oh, yeah, okay. Um, I'm, I'm obviously out of my mind and I'm obviously not half asleep or whatever. But that's happened quite frequently. So, you know, there's always a suspension of, of, of disbelief. There's always this, yeah, I never know. Mm-hmm. You know, you sit, you're laying in bed. Like I've had, I've had nights where I've had the chills, you know? And I go, why am I freaking so chilly and cold? Yeah. And then you wake up and then it just, and then it kind of just goes away. Mm-hmm. So I, I sit there and I go, okay, did my heart stop for a half a minute? And all of a sudden all my blood just kind of stopped moving and I'm cold. Mm-hmm. What happened? But it, it, I definitely have that suspicion, you know, as far as that absolute hardcore belief. Well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to need to have to talk with a ghost in order to confirm that. <laughs> so. Yeah. And uh, we're actually going to be plugging your new interview segment where uh, you interview a ghost. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be debuting next week on the on the network here. So, all right, who's my uh, yeah? Who's my guest speaker? I mean, uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman is he going to be coming in? As, uh, he very well uh, might be. If that's the dream ghost, oh, he'd be a cool ghost to check out. Yeah, we'd yeah, sit there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, that would be. <laughs> If there was some ghost that I would want to talk with, though, I, I really would have to think. I, I have a long list of people I would mm-hmm. love to sit down and and have a chat with. But um, absolutely for another uh, another segment. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for uh, context, too, uh, I believe in ghosts. Damien does I, not. I do not. Um, so uh, if you were to uh, like look back, you said these. Um, like you would feel things like by your feet at night or whatever. And uh, so you're not sure, but when you were like younger, do you think you had like a paranormal experience or anything that held with you or. Oh, well, kid, I was kind of out of my mind a lot. Um, I I actually would sit there and think I could move objects with my mind when I was Mm -hmm. a kid, you know, sort of that. I just had that imagination. and, And so I would sit in my bedroom and I'd literally try to make, 
my model airplane fly off of the shelf. And of course mm -hmm. I was unsuccessful and, um, you know, but <laughs> I had a, I did, I had a, I had a great imagination as a kid. <laughs> I love to, I love to build things. I love to try to, so I never talked with anything or anyone, but I did spend a lot of my time. I don't say by myself, but I did. I liked, I didn't like my brothers and sisters invading my, my, my space, you know, if I was doing stuff as a kid. So, um, uh, to answer your question, I actually forgot what it was. God, I fell off <laughs> I'm sitting, I see that. I literally went back into my yeah. childhood for a minute. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> the imagination uh, continues. Well, I got to say, yeah. I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, if you didn't watch a show or read a, a book or something where there was someone with powers and then you didn't try and make something move with your mind, yes. then I don't know. I, you're either exactly. lying or you just uh, didn't have a very good child. You got to try. You got to try. <laughs> How many of us? How many of us thought we could we could use the force and uh, and move objects and stuff like that? Mm. You know, like that cup sitting on your table right now. Come on. You know, you want to move it. Yeah. You know, you want to try You, you sit there. Ha and the only thing was, is as you were when you were a kid, you didn't give a crap what anybody thought. You just tried to do it. Uh -huh. But now you're sitting there. OK, going. All right. If I sit there and try to do that, um, yeah, uh, Cody's going to think I'm some kind of a crazy person. He's going to like, you know, oh, I've call, been the, uh, <laughs> call the guys in the in the call the guys in the white suits. <laughs> well, I've been trying to turn that little window crank in, in behind you this whole time, and you didn't even know. Oh, yeah? So yeah, yeah, so, yeah. See that? I don't know. There you go. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm blaming the uh, the the internet delay. That's all. So. <laughs> once we're done it's gonna rotate so fast oh yeah yeah that's it well uh, you know you do you do i i crazy things come into your mind mm -hmm. you sit there and you, you you say okay i know i can do this when you really can't you know it's that it's <laughs> yeah. that it's just i love i used to love doing that when i was a kid i used to play basketball and shoot it and, and every time the ball would like bounce all the way over there i'd sit there and i'd point at it and i'd say come back to me <laughs> you know yeah i did that when my dog ran away <laughs> oh, did he come back <laughs> no 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 i didn't yeah i do it in basketball too but when i'm like short of breath laying on the ground <laughs> like, come back. begging for him to just lay down on the <laughs> please god come back to me <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, I do that with the remote control too often. Oh, yeah. You, know? yeah. you sit down on the couch, you want to turn the TV on and you forgot that you laid the remote down right next to the television mm -hmm. and you sit there and you go, I want your remote. Yeah, the way I do it. It's over here. I use my mind powers by, uh, I say, uh, Colin, our roommate. I'm like, Colin, can you bring me the, can you bring me that thing? And then yeah. usually he'll come out of his room and he'll be all huffy, <laughs> but he'll bring it. So <laughs> that's mind control. That yep. is <laughs> suggestive. That's suggestive. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yes. The, mo the moment we can control people. <laughs> I don't think we're far off right now. Look, Cody's uh -huh. in his phone right now. Right. Someone's controlling him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I have uh, for you here some uh, spooky would you rather's. All right. Uh, to uh, go into. So here here they are for you. Uh, we'll do three. Um, and I can't guarantee that they're good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> would right. you rather have the powers of a superhero on Halloween only or 
a ghost's abilities to terrify your friends. <laughs> now, could I terrify my enemies too? Um, it specifies friends. I don't well, it specifies friends. Then no, then I would I would choose the Halloween superpowers. Yeah, and but also it depends on what kind of superhero you can you pick your superhero because mm. yeah. you know there's there's some pretty lame superheroes out there. Yeah, it's pretty vague. It'd be cool if it yeah. changed every Halloween. Like every Halloween, it was just different. Yeah, that fun. would be good. Or 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 you assume the powers of the superhero you dress up as. Yeah, on with Halloween. The, the first kid who comes to your house trick or treating dressed as a superhero. <laughs> Oh yeah, I don't think I'd fit the Wonder Woman costume very well. I don't know. I think I think it'd be pretty fabulous. <laughs> I I also want to know what it means by ghost abilities. Like you can just like disappear and throw things off the shelf or yeah, go through walls and stuff. But also, why would you only want it to terrorize your friends? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because ghost abilities, I mean, I mean, how how well documented and specific are these ghost abilities? I mean, obviously passing through walls and, you know, and stuff like that. But I, I think I, personally, I would need to, uh, I need to, I need to see a little more abilities from these ghosts. Okay. So, yeah. I would really need to see some more abilities. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I think they could make you feel cold. So maybe if uh, yeah. you want to make sure that your friend puts on a sweater before he goes outside, you can make him cold. Yeah. 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 And in I, the movie, <laughs> like in the movie ghost, Hey, I'd mm-hmm. love to go and occupy a person's body for a few minutes. Yeah, that would be really funny. Yeah, make my make... friends do stuff that uh, they know they normally wouldn't do. Yeah, yeah. If I had the ghost abilities, I'd be coming to you, Timothy, so fast to make you feel cold, so you can feel <laughs> what we're feeling right now. <laughs> That's that would be good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I got another one for you here. Uh, would you rather have a constant itch or have constant hiccups? But only while you're trick or treating, it. <laughs> but only while I'm trick or treating. Yeah. Well, I have, what's what's to say I don't have a constant itch right now? You know. That's that's fair. I feel like anytime most Halloween costumes are at least a little itchy. Right. So I'd probably just go with that if I was trick or treating. I don't think they would let me trick or treat. Who wouldn't let you? Yeah. That's yeah. Everyone. Yeah. I think you. Will- well, well, I could pull it off. I do look like I said the shopkeeper's dipshit sons. So. And you know what? I absolutely hate the hiccups. Mm. I hate them. I hate when I get them, they don't go away. But here's here's an interesting thing. I can manually get rid of the hiccups. Mm. How, how do you I, do that? I I this this will this is crazy. I go to a dark room where nobody's around. No one's around. I have to be in a dark closet or a room or whatever and i sit there by myself and all i do is shallow out my breathing okay and i i just i focus on making them go away and and it it lowers my breathing and within two to three minutes i can get rid of them wow how yeah. did how did you find this yeah <laughs> How did I find it? When I was uh, when I was a teenager, I got the hiccups once and I was so pissed that I couldn't get rid of them. I had to leave the room. I says, I'm out of here. I'm out of here. And I went back into my bedroom and it was at night and I turned off all the lights and I just stood there in the dark. I just mm-hmm. stood there and I said, I hate you, you stinking rotten hiccups. And I was just pissed at him. And I just like I sat there and I got angry at him and I got angry. 
And then all of a sudden I started to time my hiccups, you know, mm-hmm. like, okay, all right. That one was 30 seconds. All right, wait a minute. That one was like a minute. And, and then all of a sudden it would get longer and longer. All of a sudden they went away. So I was like, Ooh, I'm on to something here. And so from that day on, every time I'd get the hiccups, I would, I'd, I'd leave the room and I'd go somewhere quiet and it had to be quiet. Cause if I heard like my brothers and sisters yelling in the background, they mess up my focus and I couldn't get uh, yeah. rid of them. I like to imagine that you were at the dinner table when this happened and you started hiccuping and you just yelled, I'm going into my room. It was family. Game. <laughs> it was I'm family. out of here. I can't take it anymore. It was family yeah. game night. You guys were playing monopoly. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Skip my turn. I'll be back in about 10 minutes, but it, it, you it nine out of 10 times. It would work. Wow. You know, unless I was drunk and then, <laughs> then I would go with it. I'd be like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the last one here for you. Uh, would you rather wear fangs all day on Halloween specifically mm-hmm. or carry a broomstick around all day on Halloween? Fangs or a broomstick? What's more inconvenient, I guess, is the question of this. Yeah, yeah, because those things, especially if it's the cheap plastic ones that you put in your mouth, because they just ride up into your gums and cause all kinds of discomfort. That's but uh, you know what? I'd, I'd probably say whatever one is sexier. Because mm. right? <laughs> yeah. it is. It's, it's for guys. It's all about, you know, how do I impress the girls out there, you know, or, or you know, what makes me look cool. It's all about... Yes. It's all about coolness, man. That is true. Right. Well, vampires are out right now, so forget that. But uh, cleaning up the house is always in for the ladies. <laughs> and uh, if you have a broom, you're sweeping, you're sweeping the floors, you're getting all, all the leaves <laughs> outside done, you're cleaning up the shop for your dad. Now, wait a minute. Now, if I had the Nimbus 2000, that would be cool. Oh, right. If you so I think I'd it. have to have, I think I'd have to go with the broom mm-hmm. as long as I could pick the broom. And if right. it was the Nimbus 2000 or a Firebolt, you know, mm. I'm yeah. sorry, but but I, I'm taking one of those brooms for the day. <laughs> yeah, that's, I, a, that's a good one. I feel like and this might just be a me thing, but I just lose my mind when I'm like carrying around something all day or whatever. Or even like if I'm like on the street, everything becomes worse to me when I'm carrying something. And especially yeah. something as awkward as a broom, I'd be thinking about, I just don't want to be carrying this broom. I'd be thinking about maybe my pants are like coming down or something. My feet hurt now. It's too cold. Everything would just fall apart for me and my day would be ruined. I like how most yeah. of stuff has nothing yeah. to do with the broom. No, it, it doesn't. But that's how my mind spirals. It's the same if I have like two grocery bags. I'll still be like, oh, I need to just have my hands free. Yeah. It's kind of like carrying a phone around all day. Is that what you're thinking? Yeah, mm-hmm. but he's got Mark Zuckerberg so far up his butt. He doesn't. <laughs> I, your first impression of me now is the phone guy. I was looking up the one you rather. <laughs> I don't Dude, know. No, if you look at society, I mean, it, I mean, Haley's comic could be could be like flying right over our atmosphere and nobody could see it because we'd be in our phones. Mm-hmm. It's we'll that it's that I, you know what I feel? I feel like we're all part of the Borg. Mm. Right. We're all part of the collective. And we don't even know it. You know, we think we've got all this freedom and we're sitting here and we're, you know, I, I'm, I do it. I mean, in fact, right before I, I came on with you guys, my wife and I were sitting out on the back patio having coffee. And I think we had one sentence between the two of us for the 30 minutes we were out there. We were, mm-hmm. You know, just mesmerized by it. Yeah. But 
Definitely the broom. Hey, you can make a broom fashionable, man. Come yeah. on. Mm-hmm. Come on. I just don't want to carry it. Could you make <laughs> a, a back holster for it? Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. Oh, now we're. But like when you're going into a, like a store or something like that, it's going to catch on the door. You know what I would say? Just don't go to a store for a day. Just there stay home. Just stay home. That's it. Now, now I'm in my house having to carry this broom yeah. around my own house. This is my relaxation. Why time. don't you sweep for once? <laughs> I, I sleep all the time. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. There you go. Oh, <laughs> but or, that, or you could get a curling broom and uh, go to a curling tournament. Oh, that's, <laughs> yeah. well, if I'm in a curling tournament, that's going to be a whole different situation. I might need to set that up. That's true. For that to be on Halloween. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. yeah, but if it's, I mean, you're like, you have to carry it around all day on Halloween, right? Mm hmm. First of all, it's it's like that. What do you call it? That commercial, the Cheetos commercial, you know, the can't touch this. Yeah. So basically, you're you're relieved of anything you have to do because you're carrying the broom around. Eh, sorry, man, I cannot. I can't take the trash out. I got my broom here. I, mm-hmm. I, I can't let go of it. I got it all day. <laughs> oh, gee, I'm really sorry. I can't make dinner. I'm, I'm carrying the broom. Yeah. Yeah. I have I this implicit contract with a website. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, I'm booking the day off of work because <laughs> That's fair. Uh, fair. And there's many things you can do with a broom, too. Mm -hmm. There's a lot. I bet bet by the end of the day, you would have at least a dozen new uses for the broom. Yeah, I guess I could poke the on button of my TV. Then I don't have to worry about getting up for that remote. Uh, (laughs) uh, Dance partner. Scratch your back with it. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Sweet does stuff. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of other things besides sweeping you can do mm. with the broom. There uh, you go. I don't know. I'm very sweep centric, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, but on that note, we got a story to tell. Positions <laughs> beforehand, uh, Timothy. Do you want to reveal what you drew? Uh you drew. I drew the. Oh God, I forgot what I drew. It was the the witness. The swing. The swing. Swing. That's it. Yeah. Gee, no responsibility in the story. I, I don't. I don't. No, it's not that. It's no memory with old age. <laughs> I'm officially. I'm officially going to become a member of the senior club next week. So I'm, oh, I'm wow. not ready to lose. I'm, I'm looking forward to those nice discounts, though. Oh man! Congratulations! I can't, I can't wait for the discounts. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I really like the sound of the witness, though. That might have to be the a, witness. A new position. The witness. <laughs> Can I get a witness here? <laughs> <laughs> and Damien, what did you draw? I drew the celebrity. So with that, I go to a random celebrity generator. It's going to give Damien four options. He'll have to appear as one of those people at some point during the story, not stricken to that character. But your options, Damien, are Cristiano Ronaldo. Okay. William Wallace. Mm-hmm. Roger Federer. And Clint Eastwood. All right. <laughs> very, uh, very sporty. All right. All right. Someone to think about. Something to think Classically about. Classically sporty William Wallace. Yeah. Well, he was very sporty. <laughs> you know, before he uh, freed Scotland or whatever, he was an Olympic swimmer. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> he was a kettle thrower. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what I meant. Or a- 
Didn't they have the the log uh, the log throwing uh, the, uh, festivals too? Oh, caber yeah. toss. Mm. Caber toss. That's right. That's what you call them. The caber toss. <laughs> all right. I'm gonna think about that. I'm not sure. You're just writing them all out. Yeah. So I don't forget. All great options. I, I know I will. <laughs> all right. And so Cody, that means you drew the narrator. Yeah, I'm gonna be leading this story. And for that, we're going to go to canigeta.com to get a location, a relationship, or a word in order to get this story started. What's it going to be? Uh, ooh, let's go with word. Presentation. All right. The spooky presentation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the projector turns on. Scott's up there. He's got a slideshow in front of him. This is his big moment. If he doesn't nail this, well, he's not going to get that promotion. Uh, so, so you can see in the uh, third quarter of the year, our uh, division sales are up about uh, four points over last uh, quarter. Uh, I, I really think that uh, uh, the, the, the end of summer uh, really kind of boosted uh, profits the, this year. Um, and uh, over here, we have a bar graph. Um, I don't remember what the bar graph is for, but uh, it was just auto-filled in the presentation. Oh, boy. Oh, I'm, I'm blowing this. Come on. Get it together, Scott. Get it together, man. Come on. You can do this. All right. Okay. Um, as you can see, uh, this line represents our uh, uh, earnings. And uh, this this line represents the earnings of our competitors. And they're close but we are winning <laughs> and, uh, right uh, oh his his boss runs up and just closes his laptop on uh, is, is everything all right sir I, i'm sorry i i know it wasn't a great presentation i was just i get very nervous when i have to speak in front of people and, and I, I you know i don't get it i don't understand what you're talking about you're showing me everything but i have absolutely no idea where this is going. I mean, your, your, your profit and your loss margin. I, I, I cannot understand where you guys are. Uh, do you have any kind of organizational skills in this matter? Uh, well, I, I, I guess, I, I guess we don't, if, if that's what you feel. I mean, I was just presenting the facts as, as I saw them, but it seems that we really need to come together and find a way to really bring this to the logical conclusion and that is how we can explain this to you okay well uh i i just first of all i need to understand what your goals are here what exactly are you trying to accomplish where where is our projections leading us to do we have anything to go by oh of course, the goal of the company. I was so caught up in what we were doing before that I forgot to explain where we're going. Of course, we're moving towards getting the golden idol. Oh, sorry, there's someone at the door. Uh, yes? Oh, what are you doing with the projector? 
Oh, oh, you took it out of my janitor's closet? Yeah, we're we're doing a presentation. No, no, not that one. Why not? Oh, you can't take that projector. That's the one. Oh, that's on the shelf that said do not touch. Oh, Mr. Janitor, I'm is this the projector that you use to watch those dirty movies in the closet that you're not supposed to? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Listen. Whoa. I I didn't mean dirty. I meant um they were because he's a janitor. It's about cleaning up. So they're instructional videos. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm, it, how long have you been working here for this company, Mr. Janitor? Oh, uh, it's been about one hundred and seven years now, sir. Oh wait, sorry. His name tag says uh, uh, Gary. Sorry, sorry, Gary. I didn't. I want to make sure that we know who you are. Yeah, yeah. I see. I didn't just work for you, you know. I've worked for your dad. I've worked for your dad's dad, and I've worked for your dad's dad's dad. Whoa! How can this be possible? How well, can this be possible for 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 you to be working for that many generations? I mean, what exactly did you do for my dad's 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 dad? Well, I've always been janitoring, and I guess the secret to long life is I drink a lot of Clorox. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, wow. that, that tracks. I mean, it kills the viruses, right? <laughs> I mean, if it kills germs on surfaces, why not in the body, right? That makes sense. Yeah, I did. I did. Wow, that was very prophetic. So you, so you, you're actually like a prophet here, all of these years. Huh. That you've known how to how to cure all of these things. First of all, I want to get back to finding out what's going on with this whole projector thing. What exactly did you need that projector for? Why was it so important? Okay, so I could make up a lot of lies right now, and you might believe them. But the key thing is just don't turn that next slide, and we'll be all smooth and gravy. Oh, you mean this one here? No. Click. Oh, oh my. my! I cannot believe you. You're absolutely out of your mind. What are you doing? And oh my gosh! Are you kissing I... a broom in that slide? It's my private tapes. You know, brooms aren't just for sweeping. There's lots of things you could do with them. Oh my goodness! They can. I married the broom. And you took oh pictures of your broom girlfriend and. Oh, a broom wife. Just don't text her to the next slide. Okay. Oh, well, I, I promise I won't do that on purpose. Oops. Oh, no, we're on the beach in this one. That one's actually very nice. I, I actually really like this photo. I didn't want you to know that I paid for double tickets at a resort. Is that a sandals? Yes. Oh, my I bought goodness. her new sandals. I meant to say. Gary, that. Gary, you do get around, Gary. Mm. Oh. Well, I booked the time off, and I figured you'd find a replacement. I hope you didn't need the broom during that time. No, no. I, no, no. The mop. Now, if you'd have taken the mop, we'd have been very upset about it. Yes. Um, the, the mop is the mop cannot leave the, the, the facility. But the oh, broom. I would never take the, uh, the mop with me. The mop's my side piece. Sir, can I have a minute with you, please? Yeah. Listen, um. It seems that this uh, janitor has a strange proclivity for brooms, but he's also been here for a very long time. Now, yeah. if, if we're going to get the crystal idol in order to make our profit soar in the next quarter, 
he might have some information regarding that. Maybe he'll he can give us a, a secret map or or find us the location of a hidden, you know, uh, chamber, you know, something. He is a janitor, so he should have all the keys. You're right. Hmm. Maybe we should ask him. All right. I heard. Gary? Oh, you heard? Yes, yes. That was supposed to be a private conversation. I, I but, know I'm, I'm a little I'm a little upset that you would uh, that you would eavesdrop on our conversation. No, like it's that. just a small room, and I've just been in the corner here, and I was nervous you were going to talk about me and my relationship. <laughs> Gary, Gary, it's okay. You know what? What happens at Sandals stays at Sandals. Yeah. Okay, my friend. We're not going to go ahead and worry about that. But now. Now, now let's get to this conversation about, about the keys. All right. Are you the key master? Oh, yeah, I, I do. I do have a lot of keys. And uh, to be honest, I've never really explored every one of them. Like I got about 200 keys on this thing and I've only opened about three doors in this whole place. You've been here right. for maybe a hundred years and you've only opened three doors. There's, do you not think there's a lot to do with my job? I am no, very busy. No, if you're busy only opening today. three doors, there probably is not. First door, open it, do a sweep. Second door, open it, do a sweep. Third door, clean the bathroom. So you swept two rooms and cleaned a bathroom Yeah, and every I, day. And there's a fourth room, but I've never even opened that one. Every day for the last hundred years. Yes. Okay. It's really do you have a... Uh, do you have a skeleton key on your key chain? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got it's got a skull on it. Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. <laughs> Is it a crystal skull? Oh, oh, it's got to shine, just like the Indiana Jones movie. Oh, would you want me to uh, to shine it up even nicer? Uh, sure. Okay. Good. Sure thing, boss. <laughs> hey. Wow. Wow, that that is a very, very shiny key. I, you know what? We're going to have to try this key in every door and see. I think so. I think we are. Well, there's only one door I've never tried before. I thought you said you've only opened three doors in the building. That's a four. Yeah, there's only there's only four in the building, isn't there? Yeah. <laughs> your office, your office, bathroom. <laughs> That's it. I guess it's true. everything it's else just, is open concept. It is just the three of us here. I, I never really thought about it before. Yeah. yeah well, yeah, we're going to have to work and try that key out. That's I'm, true. I'm afraid. I'm afraid that this is the only way that we are going to find mm. out whether or not this company is actually working together true. to achieve the same goal. There's a lot of secrets in this building that we need to find out. You're right. You know, I you know, I don't know why I was so worried about the presentation when, you know, we have bigger things to worry about, like where this key will take us. On second thought, why don't you just flip that projector over? Flip flip it over. Yeah, my naughty projector. Flip it over. <laughs> okay. Do I want to flip it over? Oh, yeah. There's something I've seen on there before. Uh, okay. I'll flip your projector over. Just uh, it's a full map. Oh, it's a full map of the of the of the building it's just always been sketched on there all right so there's the the front door yeah and then the the doors to our offices uh-huh and then this what door. is this what does this hallway lead to oh I there's, never... a, there's something at the end of that is that the door we haven't tried yet 
can you imagine us paying full price for this space all this time and never using it? Well, no, actually. Just so much real estate that we just huh. did not use I, and paid for. I've, I've never seen that side of the building before. Wait, let me check my notes. Of course. That's part of the reason we've been losing so much money. We pay so much rent, but we don't use all the building. Oh, of course. It's so simple. These notes make sense now. I'm filling in that graph that I didn't before. Okay, good. Good. I think we need to explore this hallway. Right. I think we need to find out what's down at the other side of the building. Okay. Just let me get something before we go, all right? I want to make sure I'm prepared for the worst. <laughs> He goes into his drawer, pulls out a sandwich. Okay, I'm good to go. So if we get stuck in there, we can at least last for an afternoon. Does it have mustard on it? Because uh, I'm allergic to mustard. I can't. I can't. I can't eat uh, anything without. Hang on a second. I think I've got. Okay. All right. I got a Snickers. I'm good. Okay. Oh, that's good. All right. Okay, we're good to go then. Janet, are you? Uh, Gary, sorry. Yep. Yeah. Okay. You ready? Yes. Um, I'm going to open the door for you. Mm -hmm. I'll give you my set of keys in case you need them. Oh, you're not coming? I am a hundred and like 20 years old. I can't be just, I don't know how long this hallway is. You're the perfect person to open the door. You've got nothing and else you, to live for. And you've got your broom with you. And that's, that's, a, that's a good thing to lean on. Yeah, Gary. Gary, you can, you can use your broom as a staff. I've leaned on her for a very long time. Exactly. You found your true love. Not me. I'm alone. I haven't had the chance for love yet, Gary. So you got to go out there and put it all on the line. I did not know that. You never asked. That's true. You, you just kept sweeping the same three rooms. Okay, I'll walk first. But like, if something happens to you, uh, please take care of uh, my wife for me. What's her name? Broom. <laughs> Her name is Broom. Yeah. It's beautiful. Broom Hilda. <laughs> broom for short. <laughs> broom for short. <laughs> let's find out. Let's use that key. All right. Let's do it. Gary opens up the door, throws it open. They walk inside. He immediately falls into a hole with spikes in it. Oh. oh. Save the broom. Oh, I got it. I got it. Don't worry. Take care of her for me. We will, Gary. Don't worry. We will. Oh, let's use that broom. Let's use that broom to vault over the pit. Good idea. I knew I shouldn't have came. All right, let's go. Huh. Uh, oh, no. Oh, no. We dropped the broom. It fell into the pit. No. Oh, oh I donked him in the forehead. I guess it was one last kiss goodbye, huh? <laughs> Gary here. Hey, throw him the sandwich. Oh, he can here. have his last meal down here. there. You can have half the sandwich. You're not allergic to mustard, are you? Yes. Oh, oh. No. <laughs> Gary uh, dies from mustard. <laughs> well, I guess I guess we know why the door was locked. Now they had a spike pit in here. They must have been protecting something. Yeah. Well, I guess we should keep going, right? Yeah. There's a filing cabinet over there. We should check it out. Yeah, maybe there's something important. They, they walk down the hallway, down deep, deep, deep until they get to the filing cabinet. They open every drawer. First drawer, nothing. Second drawer, one button. Third drawer, one push pin. 
fourth drawer documents. Oh, wow. According to this, this building was condemned in 1964. That's insane. That's incredible. So we've been living in an ins- a, 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 a dilapidated, condemned building. Yeah. Who has been charging us the rent? Oh, my goodness. It says here that the building was owned by a crazed maniac who owned a, an insane asylum up on the hill. His name was Dr. Franklin. Dr. Franklin? Yeah. Does he have a first name? It was Frank. Dr. Frank Franklin? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I cannot believe that we've gotten ourselves into such a mess. Yeah. I can't believe we've been paying rent so long to someone who's not even alive anymore. Oh, my God. Gary. There's a file there that says Gary. The janitor? The janitor. Check it out. Wow. There's got to be a connection. There's got to be a connection. Wow. I just felt a chill. You know what that means? Oh, sorry, it's my ghost. Oh, ah! Gary. Ah, I died of the mustard, remember? <sighs> I remember. Listen, Gary, we found this document with your name on it. Do you know anything about this? It was in here? Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're not telling us something, Gary, and I'm getting you really miffed. Yes. Okay. Well, I'm sorry, but if I'm to be honest, you've been paying me a lot of money. So you've been lying to us for the money? Yes. You've been really paying me for the rent. Wait a minute. You're Dr. Franklin? Yeah. Well, I'm not really Dr. Franklin. That was more of just a pseudonym. I made the name up. Why would you think Frank Franklin is a real name? You mean it's not a real person? No. This document lied to me? It's Gary. Oh. He's lied to us about everything. Makes sense. He's probably lied to us about his broom. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's just a broom to me. I don't even care about it. <laughs> Broom's ghost floats in. What? <laughs> this whole relationship has been a lie, Gary. It was for the money. <laughs> it's always been about the money for you, hasn't it? <laughs> don't judge me. I will judge you all I want. I just want you to apologize to the kids. <laughs> Little this uh, is, dustpan children. <laughs> this is this is getting very, very dark. Yeah. Gary. Gary, I, I'm I'm terrified to find out that our entire company has been paying to someone who has been basically living in a condemned building and passing this company off. Oh my God, what are we going to do? I think our profits are going to plummet after news gets out about this. You're not going to want to see this file, but it basically says your business isn't even registered. What? Yeah, you don't have any clients or anything. You, you've just been here making stuff up. What are you talking about? Look around you. There's holes in the walls here. Oh my goodness. He's right. 
we don't we don't have a we don't have a product we don't have customers we don't have anything we've just been standing in these dilapidated rooms pushing papers around pretending to do business but all we've been doing is paying an old janitor money how long have we been in this building gary uh, i mean it's been about it's been about 15 years for you, but I've been scamming your whole family. Like, yeah, I, like I said, I worked for your dad, your dad's dad, oh. your dad's dad's dad. All of them just never realized that this building's never been owned by anyone. It's just you're just paying me and you've never actually had a business. Honestly, I don't know how you've your family has just supported themselves throughout all these years. I'm confused now between reality and non-reality. Have we been living some kind of a some kind of a dream? Have we been hypnotized? Have we been, what has, you mean to tell me that I've been living in this building for 15 years? Last thing I remember is opening up the door and coming in just to check this place out to see if the facility was worth investing in. Yeah. How can, have we been, have we been under some kind of a spell? Have we been under some kind of hypnotic state? Sure, yeah, spell. You can call it spell, hypnotic. You can call it, uh, you had think you've had a business that you've been tricked, but I call it just idiocy, really. Like, just look around. You don't even have a computer. Go back to your desk. What? I'll be right back. <laughs> He's Watch right. out for the pit. <laughs> oh, 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 geez. I lost the other half of my sandwich. He's right. It was just a couple of pizza boxes with a computer screen drawn on it. It must have been. Must have been those glasses of water you gave us when we first came in the building. Of course. I knew it tasted funny. I knew they tasted funny. What have you been doing to us, Gary? Have you been poisoning us? I mean, the filtration in the place isn't very great, but I don't think it would make you hallucinate or anything. It's just really. Uh, that was uh, that was my bad. I'm I'm sorry. Uh, I was poisoning you. I thought maybe if I if I poisoned you, you would leave or or die, and then maybe I could put this whole business of blackmailing and stealing your money to bed, and Gary would finally, you know be a proper husband and father to our kids, but, you know. I can't take this anymore. I can't take this anymore. I'm going to kill you. What? <laughs> me? <laughs> You've driven me mad. You've taken all of my money. He's already a ghost. I guess that's true. You have to kill me, the broom, huh? Where's my Snickers bar? <laughs> he, he eats the Snickers It satisfies his hunger And he calms down I will have my revenge <laughs> Wow he's very calm about this revenge thing though Yeah well, Just don't 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 break my broom Oh guys, I have no more I have nowhere to go on this. <laughs> <laughs> the boss grabs the broom and breaks him breaks her over his knee as she lays there, splintered pile of wood. Her dustpan children come closer. No kids. 
this is it for your old mom. Look away. Look away, kids. No, I, I want them to see. I need to t- speak to them. Listen, this world is full of filth. And it's the job of broom and dustpan to clean that filth up. So go out there and clean up the world that your dad made filthy with his horrible schemes for money. And those dustpans grew up to full brooms, living just beautiful lives, never cheating anyone, just doing the straight and narrow, building businesses on their own. And one day... They gave those two a job. <laughs> they gave Scott and his boss a nice position so they could one day work their money back that they've lost over all these years. Spooked. <laughs> that was a scary story. That was off the rails. <laughs> wow. That was like a modern day uh, Shutter Island. That was kind of like Shutter Island. <laughs> it was either kill you or throw myself into the pit. Yeah, yeah. I was very close to choosing the pit. Yeah. I, I wanted to find out if, uh, but that would be a definite ending there. It's, yeah, well, I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm jumping into the pit with my Snickers. And that's fair. Well, if the spikes didn't get you, the mustard would. So, yes, the mustard coated spikes would have been the poisonous death. Yeah, that second sandwich fell down there. So it did. I lost it. Was, oh, was, God. Uh, Oh do? man, that was that was fun, guys. That was fun. Um, that was fun. Yeah, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, where can everyone follow you? You can follow me by checking out my Instagram account. First of all, that's I, I like to post stuff there. I haven't posted in a week or so, so I'm getting ready to put some more stuff up. But um, you can find me on Instagram at the Timothy Mac. Give me a follow. I'll follow you guys back. Yeah, for sure. And I will. Um, uh, IMDB, go to that website, go imdb.me backslash Timothy McLaughlin. And you can check out projects I've done stuff that I'm going to be doing. And then if you want to talk to me on Instagram, I have Facebook, but it's not something I, I, I really am obsessed with there. Yeah. I dumped my Twitter account long ago. Cause there was too much volatility on that uh, nonsense. And um, you can go to brand talent Dot com. I am part of the brand model and talent roster and you can look me up there and you can see some of my cool pictures there and anybody out there that's in Toronto. Hey, if you guys are doing a film, short movies, anything you guys want. Yeah. I got a passport, a place to stay because <laughs> <laughs> my, uh, my mom, uh, you know, lives up there after year. So uh, I'll be, I'd be happy to come up and join you on your fun projects. If you need anybody that wants to, uh, I don't know what your COVID protocols are up there. God, I hope there's, they start to loosen up, but, but, um, yeah, you can, I mean, Instagram is really where I, I check out more during the day to see, you know, what's going on and, and to post a couple of things and you can actually message back and forth on that too. Um, if you guys want a friend request me on Facebook, I'll, you know, I'll accept it. And then if you want to, <laughs> you know, do some chit chatting on the, mm-hmm. on any other platforms. That's fine. But, you know, again, I'm, I'm like, I'm like not a huge social media guy. Yeah. I know that's kind of, kind of detrimental to, you know, an acting career these days. <laughs> yeah, that's, so that's, um, that's my big problem. I'm, I'm awful with the social media myself. Yeah. I'm working on, I'm working on trying to get more exposure out there. 
that's really what that's really what it's all about right now as an actor because you're like I said this pandemic killed everybody and I'm trying to reinvent and mm -hmm. re get myself back out there and, and show a lot of a lot of stuff that's you know that that I'm interested in doing and working on so yeah of course yeah. amazing Great. we'll be tagging you at spooked podcast as well as go to the sonarnetwork.com you'll see a full profile on Timothy with direct links to his social media hey that's great. Uh, are you following any ghosts up there right now, Cody? Cody? <laughs> um, I'm trying my best. They they keep running away from me, though. I have the opposite problem. I'm haunting them. You're hunting them. <laughs> I'm haunting them. Hunting. <laughs> Spooked. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar. <laughs>